Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if you haven't done it yet, make sure you hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If you're watching on YouTube, take a second and click that subscribe button. And uh, make sure, you know, you share it with your friends. Do it. Don't be a jerk. It's it, Listen, as I'm recording this, it's the holiday season. It's the season of giving. So give them the gift of laughter with the Huff Uncensored. Got a lot to get to today. I may have broken Amazon. Nobody's come knocking on my door yet, but there's a good chance I may have started the big issue that created a big panic across the entire globe. Curling, sex toys, and the offended US of A. We're going to get into that. Plus, how not to lay off 900 employees. Oh, this guy's an idiot. We'll get into that. So <clears throat> bear with me. If, if all of a sudden I have to stop in the middle of this episode, it's because I told you guys last episode that like I got this like spontaneous like nosebleed when I was eating, uh, what was it, the spicy ramen. Well, I, I just had another nosebleed again. I had a nosebleed yesterday, and then I had a nosebleed just like right before. It's probably from all that cocaine I've been doing. Am I right? No, I don't do cocaine. Oh, my God. Have you guys... This is the weird side topic. I, I've had like three or four people go comment to me. They're like, you've never done cocaine? <laughs> what? Are you serious? I'm like, what? And it's these people that you would never expect to say that. I was traveling once. And somebody opens up the cupboard underneath the, the kitchen sink. And there, this person who I would never expect to say this, uh, says, hey, come here. Tell me what that smells like. I'm like, uh, I don't know. It smells, I don't know. I have no idea what it smells like. And they're like, it smells like cocaine. I'm like, I don't know what cocaine smells like. I'm sorry. Should I? No, I don't think I should. And then they proceeded to go, hey, guys, check this out. Scott's never done cocaine. What an idiot. I'm like, well, I, what? No, not, never gonna. Thanks. Oh, my God. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like, you guys are shaming me for not putting cocaine in my body? Okay, I'll take that one. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Maybe when I'm 90, okay, when I'm barely hanging on. Then that's how I'll go. I'll do, how did he die? A cocaine overdose. Whoa, my God, he was 90. Yeah, it was off a of hooker's ass. Well, just the way he always wanted to go. He was uh, so tired of people being, uh, you know, making fun of him for not doing it. So he did it. I had another person just said, if, if the boss came in right now and there was a line of cocaine on the table that they... They wouldn't care that they loved doing it so much that they would do it right in front of the boss and they wouldn't care if they got fired. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And troubling. It's like, guys, that's a problem. Problem. Big problem. Anyway, <laughs> moving along, I did, did not expect to talk about that, but uh, I thought I broke Amazon. So Amazon went down across the world, and uh, and we found out how much Amazon is involved with so many different things, with their servers and stuff. 
they had servers that crashed and it affected things like Facebook, Disney Plus, obviously Alexa's and stuff like that. So what was funny is yes, uh, yesterday when this happened, I was at home and I was trying to troubleshoot my my kids' Alexa's because they've been acting up when we do uh, sleep sounds. They do sleep sounds at night. And what was happening is like my daughter, hers would pause like for like either five seconds, 10 seconds. One time it was like a minute and you're like, what the hell is going on? This is really weird. So I'm like, let me mess around with my sons, see if I can figure out how to reset it. Then I'll mess with hers because he can live without the sleep sounds, whereas she she's very reliant on it. And I'm not going to switch them because they're all set up for them individually. But so I so I do a factory reset on it, and I say, Alexa. I'm not going to say immediately after because people that have those in their house right now, they're listening. Then I say, do a. Uh, reset or something like that. And then it does, it's reset. And then I, it comes back up and I go to play music and it's not working. It says I can't find Amazon music. I'm like, Oh shit, I busted it. And I'm like messing around on the app and the app's just not working. I'm like, Oh my God, I jacked up the entire thing. I messed up our account. I go upstairs to the other one and I start asking it to play music. And it's like, can't find Amazon music. I'm like, fuck. I totally screwed everything up. I totally did. My wife's going to be pissed. The kids are going to freak out because they're not going to be able to have have their music because they love listening to music. My son this morning, by the way, was listening to Led Zeppelin. It was awesome. He, uh, it just surprises me every time I catch him listening to music like that. But anyway, so I'm like, oh my God, I'm panicking. I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? How do I fix this? And I'm like, I'm, I'm online. And then I'm like, wait a minute, what if? What if Amazon's just down? So I start searching, and sure enough, it was down worldwide. I'm guessing it wasn't me saying that, you know, to do a restart, because how dumb would that be? <laughs> They're like, okay, here's the magic word. If, if we ever need to reset the entire system, just somebody say this into Alexa, and then it'll, it'll just restart. It'll be fine. Nobody, nobody's going to guess this. And then I do that yesterday and I just shut down everything across the globe. How did he know if all of a sudden during this podcast, I get a knock on the door and it's a bunch of, uh, you know, you not UPS, but like uh, Amazon guys knocking on my door. You fucked us up yesterday. And then, then, then we know I did it. If that happened, but I don't know. It was really crazy. Cause it, you really see when, when a big, thing like that goes down you see how we as a society are so reliant on technology it's amazing to me just how like one little thing and it just screws things up it like i guess some of the the actual warehouses had to stop for a while because they were having issues they couldn't track things the way they needed to track things of oh, just total fuck up total fuck up but it does remind me of like when shit would go down at the radio station and like some people would panic, and whereas others would just be like, yeah, I'll just talk. No big deal. Like, if the computer system went down, there was always guys that you'd be like, we'll just talk. It's it's fine. I always remember Mike Evans and Mark Schlereth, they have what's called a sweep. So at 745, they come back from break. They don't actually 
go to break again till 8.25. So that's what, roughly, that's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time to talk. And when music, uh, when the music stations would come over and ask me something, or if they'd want to interview, like, say, Mark, be like, and it would be, uh, like, say, 7.46, they'd be like, when does he go to break next? And I'll be like, he's not going to break till about 8.25. And they're like, oh, my God, what? Yeah. Music people, they, they only talk for, at the most, for the morning shows or the afternoon drives. It's usually right around three minutes, depending. Maybe a little bit longer, but God knows they're not going to do 10 minutes. Not in a row. Maybe the entire show their entire three to four hour shift, whatever it ends up being. So they're always blown away by that. It, it was, it was funny, but it was, it's funny because I always remember Mark and Mike, that was their hardest break to hit on time. Cause you always have to break at a certain time in order to get credit for ratings. So you break, if the, if the commercial break at eight twenty five is five minutes, you want to be back at 30. So you would want to break doing a quick back time, quick, 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 easy math. So you break at 825. So then by the time the break's over, you're back at 830. Then you get full credit for uh, the quarter hours. That's how they do ratings. But for the fact that they've been talking since 7.45, that was the hardest break for them to hit on time. There'd be times where they'd break at like 8.29. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're killing yourselves. You're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like the next segment doesn't count. Zero ratings. Doesn't matter. I would always say this. Doesn't matter if 10 million people are listening right now. It counts as a zero. Hit your breaks on time. Come on. It was always, that was always a stress. But that being said, the majority of the time, those guys were good about hitting their brakes on time. And that's why their ratings were so good. I was going to keep talking about something, but I'm going to restrain myself. I am censoring myself on to huff on censored. Because <laughs> I don't need to get into it. I love those guys. Mark was just... Mark and his wife, Lisa, sent me a Christmas card. I got, I don't know about you guys, you always get those cards from people with their family and shit. And then uh, for the holidays, and they're like, hey, happy holidays from the Schlereths. And it's their family, and it's nice. I don't do that anymore. We used to, but we're like, I'm going to just start sending pictures of me in like some weird outfit and just send it to people. I think that's the way, okay, when I'm done with this, you should do the same thing and, and tweet at me, social media me, email me to huffoncensored at gmail.com, whatever you want to do. And let's just make some goofy Christmas cards or holiday cards, whatever you want to say. Happy holidays. And it's like you and a Speedo. I think that would be great if you sent that out to people. Could you imagine if you open that up and people are like, what the fuck is this? Is that, is that Todd? Boy, he's packing heat. Look at that guy. Look at that fella. Woo. Oh. Is it hot here or what? I think you should do that. 
I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to uh, I'll make it on my phone, and then I'll I'll, I'll put that out there for uh, everybody to see my holiday greetings from me, the Huff Uncensored. All right, so a Dutch sex toy company called Easy Toys caused big time issues in the curling world. Yeah, curling. You know the one where they have that, like what they call a stone. I think that's what it's called, the stone with the handle on it, and they slide it across the ice, and it, you know, goes into a certain area, and there's a guy with a broom. Anyway, the organizers were told the sponsor was too racy for the U.S. audiences, and they didn't air the Olympic qualification event in the Netherlands here in the States, in the United States. It was too, too hot for TV. USA Curling tweeted out on Sunday that, that the opening round for the Americans wouldn't be available on TV due to unforeseen sponsorship conflict with a local organizing committee, meaning we were very sensitive. Here's what's funny. So I look at the logo, and it's just a, it just says Easy Toys, and around the E, it looks like they have a sideways heart. It doesn't, it doesn't look like anything inappropriate at all. The logo isn't bad. It's basically a heart. I get it. You're worried that kids might see it and Google easy toys, and next thing you know, they discover why mommy's back massager is so precious to her. Mm-hmm. My precious. Don't touch my vibrator. My precious. I call her Sally. I don't know. You name it? I would, I don't know. Text me. <laughs> Tweet me. Do you name your sex toys? I don't know. But I get it. it you, there is some trouble, especially when you have toys in, in the name and kids might look it up. But hey, guess what? We're soft. We all like sex. We do. It's part of life. It's how life begins. It makes you happy. It relieves stress. It keeps your immune system pumping. That's right, and I heard blowjobs can help prevent heart disease. That's not true. Well, agree to disagree. Thanks, Connery. You can go away now. Hey, speaking of that, uh, anyway, I banged your mother last night. Oh, you, got, you didn't even, that wasn't even creative. I said creative, weird. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's just more telling that we're soft. It, I, I could, listen, if, if the name was a little bit more aggressive, you know, like it's anal toys or something, something like quote unquote over the line, I get it. But Easy Toys? No. I li Listen, I even went to their Instagram account. I was on there a lot. Okay? I spent hours just digging through. Doing research, as I call it. It's even going on that. It's like you don't see anything inappropriate. You don't see any nudity. Not to where I saw it. Sex is part of life, guys. I get it. And for what they were presenting, 
it was on the ice and even the angle that you that they kept showing of the event you couldn't even tell that their logo was what it was and what it really said on the ice so this is just people being way too sensitive it's not that big of a deal and now easy toys is getting a ton of publicity I, I, I just think that we're, that's people overblowing it. I don't see why they pulled it off of TV. Dude, watch TV at night. Come on, man. There's some great... I, wait a minute. I haven't watched TV at, at night, really, in a long time. When I was younger, I would stay up till like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning watching TV. And there were some weird commercials on there. It'd be like, it'd be those sex lines. Do people still call sex lines? I remember my brother and I, we were younger. We saved up all these quarters because we went to a payphone. We were going to like, let's call a 1-800 number or a 1-900 number. We'll call a 900 number, but we can't do it from the house because mom's going to find out. So we go up to the corner store, have, I don't even know how much money it was, like $7 or something like that in quarters. We put it all in there, pull out the, that phone number to call, one nine hundred, get off or whatever it was. I don't remember. And the, uh, somebody answers the, the phone, and, and apparently she's like, Hi, what's your name? I, I'm not even listening. It's my brother. He's the older brother, so he has the phone. And he's like, John? That's, his name's Chris, but he was just like, she's like, Hi, what's your name? And he's like, John? And then she said something, and then he's like, ah, and then he hung up the phone. And I'm like, what the hell was that? We just wasted $7. <laughs> he panicked. I, don't, I can't imagine 900 numbers are still a thing, but they might be. And I'm not going to search for those. Because I don't think, uh, uh, we don't need to go down that weird path. We don't. I still think it's weird, and I know people that do it that pay for pornography. And that doesn't make sense because you can get pornography for free. And it's not like it's hard to find. <clears throat> Youporn.com. You're welcome. All right. How to not lay off 900 employees. That's coming up next. But since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to TerrapinCareStation.com. That's T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N CareStation.com. Or come visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether if it's in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you're always going to feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you at Terrapin. Not just because you love weed, but because at Terrapin... Weed loves you back. Again, check them out at terrapincarestation.com. Again, T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N carestation.com. Terrapin, flower to the people. This is Chris Fuseli, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know most people go home for the holidays. Me, I stay at the Blake Street Tavern. There's always a holiday party happening. Don't worry, you still have time to book your bash. 
with 18,000 square feet and six separate rooms. We can span the spectrum from intimate gatherings to mega corporate events. Call us at 303-675-0505 and we'll get you all the info you need. It's a story of Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake where Denver rings in the holidays. All right. Oh, boy. This is a weird one. When I first saw it, I'm like, ah, people are blowing this out of proportion. Then I actually went and watched the video and listened to it, and this guy is a douche. Better.com CEO laid off nearly 900 employees on Zoom just in time for the holidays. That's right. And I'm probably saying his name wrong, but I don't care because he's a He's a douchebag, and we'll get to the sound of it here in a second. So Better.com is an online mortgage company. And Vishal Garg is the CEO. And he did the thing where he had to call a, a Zoom meeting because he has so many employees. If, if you're firing 900 people, it's hard to get them all in one room, let alone doing one-on-one -on -one meetings with them. So you might as well just get them in a, a herd and just like shoot them all at the same time, essentially. So <clears throat> here, I'm just going to play the, the audio because we'll let him talk and then we'll respond. Um, thank you for joining. Um, I come to you with not great news. Um, the market has changed, as you know. And uh, we have to move with it in order to survive so that hopefully we can continue to thrive and deliver on a mission. This isn't news that you're going to want to hear, uh, but ultimately it was my decision and I wanted you to hear from me. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've... This is the second time in my career I'm doing this, and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, this time I hope to be stronger. But we are laying off about 15% of the company. You gotta market, be kidding me. Efficiency and performances oh, and productivity. All we did for the company? If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group being laid off. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. Uh, first of all, that lady that's talking, that kind of makes me laugh every time. Because I'm like, is that really her or somebody trying to be funny? Because it, it just sounds weird. Anyway, so let's just kind of recap a some of the highlights of him. Last time I did this, I cried. This time I, I hope to be stronger. Dude, you're making this all about yourself. I get it. Numbers, they got to be strong. And business is not easy. And when you have to fire people, it's not easy. I've had to do it I've never laid off 900 people, not even total. But I want to say I've laid off, I've fired about 10 to 15 people total in, in my life. And it's not easy. But the, what you should never do is act like you're the victim 
you state why you're terminating them, cut to the chase, and move on. You don't sit there and go, listen, this is hard for me. I am trying not to cry, but I, I'm trying to be strong here. No, fuck off, dude. You're coming off like a cunt. Don't do this. You, here, here's a good example of you're saying too much. Say a lot less. Listen, guys, uh, I, I, it, it's a horrible thing to have to do, but the numbers aren't where they need to be, and the company needs to stay afloat. And in, in order to do that, we have to make some hard decisions. That being said, if you're on this call, effective immediately, you're no longer part of this company. We will contact you with in regards to your benefits moving forward, etc. Blah 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 blah. One thing you never do is you never say you're sorry. I was like the first thing I learned when uh, somebody pulled me aside when I was about to fire somebody. Uh, one of my uh, fellow managers was just like she she her name was Bobby and she sat sat me down and she's like. Whatever you do, never say sorry. Never say sorry. You cut to the chase, tell them why, and then let them out the door. Okay, you, you just can't show weakness and because then it just opens the doors for this type of shit. This guy's, he, he screwed up by, by trying to act like the victim there. He just, he just laid off a bunch of people and, and I know it's it's right before the holidays, but you guys have got to remember, at the end of the day, that's a company. A company has to make hard decisions. We don't have the numbers in front of us. For us to sit there and, and really judge, was this justified or not, we, we honestly don't have that information in front of us. I see a lot of people on YouTube responding to this or other social media platforms, and they're like, Fuck you, man. He's saying that it's like poor performance and fuck you. How about you suck? How about that? Like, listen, his delivery for this was moronic. He should not have fired him that way. He <clears throat> mainly being like, last time I did this, I cried. This time I hope to be stronger. God damn it. Look at me. I'm a mess. That's where he fucked up. But you guys got to remember, at the end of the day, it's a business. He's got to do what he's got to do to keep his job and keep that company afloat. Don't agree with how he handled it. I hate the fact that it's right before Christmas and all the other holidays. I hate that. It sucks. But that's business. Business is a brutal bitch. And this guy sounds like an idiot. And there's a chance that he may be more to blame than anything else. But we don't know that. You guys are looking at what's presented in front of you and just making judgment on it. Now, that being said, this guy got in some hot water, I want to say a year ago. He sent an email to the staff, <clears throat> to some of the staff. And this is what, it wrote, what he wrote. You are too damn slow. You are a bunch of dumb dolphins. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. You are embarrassing me. That's what he wrote and sent out to staff members. So obviously he's an idiot. 
he doesn't know how to manage. Wow, we've talked about that plenty of times. There's a lot of people that are in positions of authority and management roles where they're supposed to be managing people, and they have no idea how to manage people. They might be able to do all these other things, but they have no idea how to interact with the people that keep things moving forward. Again, we don't have all the information of why they were in that financial pinch. We don't. We don't know if it's negligence on his part or if, listen, you guys got to uh, realize this. If when you're in manage, a management role, there are a bunch of shitty employees out there. There are. There are a bunch of shitty employees out there in any business out there. People that you're like, how can they look at themselves in the mirror and go, I'm going to work today. I'm going to do something. I'm going to earn my paycheck. When you're like, they fucking suck at their jobs. I'm not saying all 900 people were like that. But listen, there's a lot more to this equation than, than we know. But what we do know is this guy comes off like a giant douchebag by coming out, visual garg, and saying that last time I did this, I cried. This time I hope to be stronger. You come out, you're coming off like an idiot. You're coming off like, guys, I don't want to be the bad guy, but here I am. My hands are tied. I used to have a boss that would do that. I'll give you a raise, Scott, but I can't. My hands are tied. <laughs> All the time. Then you threaten to quit because somebody else is uh, pursuing, pursuing you, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you get a raise. It's really weird. This guy is an idiot, but we don't have all the details. He's an idiot because he... Here, here's another example. I'm, I'm always surprised the amount of people that do incriminating things that's, that automatically is documented, like the emails. Why would you send out something like that in an email? You realize that people can save that like that. I, I, it's just am, amusing to me that people are that stupid. What an idiot. Could you only imagine like him rehearsing that whole thing, though? <clears throat> All right, take three. Oh, look at me. I'm a mess. The last time I did this, I cried. <laughs> is that believable? Could you? Did it look like I was crying? Okay, hold on. Take three. Take. Wait. Start. Oh, no. Take four. <laughs> look at me. I'm. I'm a. I'm a mess. <clears throat> Should I do an accent? No. Last time I did this, I cried. I know you told me not to do an accent, but I did it anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't wait to go on vacation. <sighs> Take seventy-four. The last time I did this, I cried. This time, I hope to be stronger. I, it's like, like theater. I've really felt that one, guys. This guy, listen, visual guard. You're hurting your company. Better.com. I can't imagine anybody using you now. 
Maybe they will. But what you just did is really damaging to your brand. I can't imagine people using Better.com now. But like I said, maybe they will. It's for online mortgage. I mean, a lot of people will, will opt not to use you because you are a giant douchebag who sends nasty emails to his employees and fires a bunch of people and tries to take the role as victim there. A lot of people will ask, well, did he opt to take a pay cut? Here's the thing, guys. Most people will not take a pay cut. And I know that sounds like the hero type thing to do. But how many people do you know that would actually do that? Would you take a pay cut in order to save 900 people? Guess how much money that would be to take, what kind of pay cut that would be? It would be a significant amount. If he's laying off 900 people, that's a ton of money that needs to be saved. He's not going to take a pay cut. I know it sounds like the easy solution to the problem, but he's not going to do that. And I would put money on that the, the majority of people out there in his position wouldn't do that. Now, there are some people out there that would, and I applaud those people. But it also tells you that they're probably sitting on a shit ton of money in order to take that hit. When I worked at Safeway back in the day, I was like 18 years old or something like that. And... They had to fire somebody because they just, they had, the sales weren't there and they just needed to cut staff. And I remember offering to take a pay cut and my boss got mad at me. He pulled me aside. He's like, you don't, you don't play the hero just to keep somebody else's, somebody else there. He's like, you need to worry about yourself. And that's what most people do in business is they worry about themselves. Because at the end of the day, you do need to worry about yourself because you got CEOs out there who just, you're just a number to them. And that's what Vishal Garg is. He's a CEO that's all about the bottom line. And we have to admit that that's a reality of life. But we also have to admit that his video, his Zoom meeting of firing 900 people, it just came off way wrong. I can't imagine that he sat down with his equals and, and said, hey, guys, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to do. You know? And I can't imagine that nobody... Actually, I can't imagine. Because that's what happens when you're surrounded by yes-men. Nobody having the balls to stand up and say, that's a bad idea. Or there's a good chance that he ad-libbed that shit and then he just... Sounded like a douche. Anyway, what an idiot. What an idiot. All right, we're going to put a bow on this here in a second. But first, everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton are the, they're the shit. They're awesome. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. Did you know they have curbside pickup available as well? Uh-huh, they do. And did you know they have online wine education classes? They do. Stop by 104th in Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals and events 
drink recipes at TotalBev.com. Again, TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. All right, let's <laughs> recapping this. If you see somebody that has a nosebleed, assume that they're a cokehead, okay? But also, if somebody says, what does this smell like? And it smells like, and they're like, it smells like cocaine. Let me know about that because I just think that's the weirdest thing ever. I don't think I broke Amazon, but we'll see. Nobody has knocked on the door yet. Nobody. The curling world apparently is soft in the United States, but everywhere else it's fine. Easy toys. Go to their website. You'll see what I'm talking about. And if you're a CEO trying to lay off 900 employees, don't try to play the victim and just say, listen, the numbers weren't there. And this is a tough part of uh, business. But if you're on this call, you are effectively no longer with the company. And we will be contacting you in regards to benefit packages and all that shit. Okay? Don't be like Vishal Garg of better.com and be a douchebag and just be like, I'll, look at me, I'm a mess. Oh, I thought I'd be stronger, but I'm not. Dumbass. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Uh, if you want to check me out on YouTube, go to YouTube and search to Huff Uncensored and you can watch me. Watch me. Watch me do this. I'm flexing right now. Oh, you probably don't know this, but I almost ripped my shirt wide open. That's not true at all. All right. Thanks. Thank you guys so much. Thanks to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Amazing atmosphere, amazing food, amazing people. You're just going to have a great time. Terrapin Care Station. Go to terrapincarestation.com, T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com. Also, Total Beverage, totalbev.com, everything you need and more. It's the Huff on Censored. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.